The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Thanks for joining us again. And as always, we are very humbled by the fact that many of you are listening from around the world. Uh, so i like to once again say hello to... Canada, China, Japan, Thailand, India, Spain, France, Germany, Germany. You know, in Germany, there's this little town of like 30,000 people listening in. I am so grateful to you all. Uh, we have a very exciting show for you today. And um, as always, we believe or we like to think we take it a step further. We are Wellness Interactive and our signature brand is the Wellness Lounge, taking it a step further. So we bring guests to you uh, that we also feel may um, help with setting up the blueprint for mind, body, spirit. So we're not viewing the mind, the body, the spirit as we traditionally, traditionally know it to be. We're really inviting guests to take it a step further where you can navigate that presence for yourself. And so when you hear our guest today, she's going to help us to navigate our blueprint for mind, spirit, <laughs> as it relates to money. And it's going to be a very exciting show. So the Wellness Lounge is located at 14 South Orange Avenue. And our corporate office is located also at 14 South Orange Avenue in New Jersey. And um, just before we ask our great guests to come on, um, I'd like, as always, to read a passage from a book. This book, I think, is very lovely. Um, it's called The Gospel According to Coco Chanel, Life Lessons from the World's Most Elegant Woman. Karen, it's by Karen Cobble, uh, illustrated by Chelsea McLaren. So I'm hoping that this uh, paragraph would help us to um, really follow and be empowered by our guest, uh, Gita, who will be with us in just a moment. So let me read this. It says, Chanel was first and foremost a realist, and everything having to do with Chanel style is realistic. She was never unaware of what things cost. One of the reasons she began using Jersey was that she could get it cheap. In 1916, <laughs> in 1916 or thereabouts somehow, Chanel bought up the unsold stock of machine knit Jersey from fabric manufacturer Jean Roder, whipped it up 
into one of her famous body-skimming frocks and made it chic. Then she charged a fortune. <laughs> I just love that. I think it's so <laughs> so realistic, as they said. Okay, so now this takes me to our fabulous guest today, who is Gita Shrika, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, but let me tell you a little about Gita. Gita uh, is... Uh, just great with uh, providing true abundance. It, it's in, in all her promotions, she raises, uh, you know, the idea of being married, providing for a family, and making money. She really takes us uh, to a whole holistic perspective on creating a body of work called the Lashmi Principles, where she integrates her corporate experience with holistic training to help individuals discover and define a personalized blueprint to design the life, the money, the relationships, the health, and the career they desire through the lens of abundance. And so I invite her to come on with us now because there's so many things I can say about Gita and especially in her bio, but you'll be able to follow her later. So we're going to jump right in and invite Gita to the show. Thanks for joining us, Gita. Hi, thanks for having me, Desiree. It's really great to be here. Oh, fantastic. So I, uh, listen, I can't wait to hear more about uh, our, our, I guess, our relationship with money as it pertains to our self-worth. And so I'd like to begin just by um, asking uh, a question uh, about your navigation process and how you created a blueprint, um, a holistic blueprint. I mean, that's pretty difficult to do uh, at times when it's related to money. So how, how did you uh, navigate this whole experience? Like, you know, as a child... <laughs> Were you the, the, the child that uh, had the lemonade stand? I mean, have you always been connected to money in the way that you are now, empowerment, uh, empowering us all with that? Well, that is, that is a really great question, and that's a really great, wonderful way to begin. Um, I think where, where I am now with money is definitely not where I have been in the past, Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit, um, I'll share with you a little bit on where I'm coming from. So I was born in India, and um, it, 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 money was definitely a big topic in the household, because when I was born, we didn't have enough money to have a second child mm-hmm. in my, with my parents. There mm-hmm. just wasn't enough. And um, it was a constant um, conversation and a conflict conversation in the home. And as I grew up, it became more of um, being a girl, being brought up in India, the the idea or the perception that I got about money was that that wasn't really something for me to worry about, mm-hmm. that it was always going to be something that was going to be there and be provided. Oh, really? Well, right. yeah. And... Um, you know, when I was about eight, I moved to United States. We we immigrated to the to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and and by that time, you know, our, I think our family financials, from what it perceived from my side, had changed dramatically. 
And what I found was it was really wonderful growing up in my family. I never had a concern around money, even though my parents worked really hard. You know, my my mom was unbelievable superwoman who worked multiple jobs and ran the household. Mm-hmm. Actually, ran a business in right. the household. <laughs> and that's two businesses in itself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my father, who is a civil engineer, works works unbelievably hard at what he does. But for me growing up, you know, having having nice things or having things, it was it was easy for me mm-hmm. to get that. And mm-hmm. so I never really understood the value of money in the way my parents did. So what changed that for you? Huh. When did it change? You know, a, a lot of things changed. I, you know, there were certain things that were really great about it and certain things that didn't really work so great about it. And what, what, was, what was great about it is even, you know, going to college, it was nice to not have um, worries around, uh, around money. However, um, after college, um, I got my first job in the financial industry, in the banking industry. And it was great about making a lot of money. However, it, it, the conflict became where it didn't feel like a fit for me as to what I was doing. It wasn't fulfilling. I was working 60 hours and I was making great money and it just wasn't a connection with who I was. And I think that's where sort of, um, I, actually, let me just think. I think the issue with money really came is when I took a step into being an entrepreneur. Right. I, um, I, you know, throughout the banking industry that I worked in for, for a few years, it, it wasn't the right place for me because it just didn't allow who I was in a natural way to shine, but it was more of um, demanding a lot of skills and time that didn't, didn't resonate with what I wanted to do. And so, so, so I... Mm-hmm. I, I'm from, sorry. I have one question then, yeah. and I, I understand that. So you you understand it not resonating with what you wanted to do at the time. So the sixty hours you said they were you had to put in maybe sixty hours a week. Oh yeah, I mean so yeah, so sixty hours a week, and just stay with me for a moment because I think this is also uh, somewhat uh, empowering for others who are listening around the world. Um, uh, now, your parents, and, and I, I think a lot of us could say that our parents uh, worked uh, very hard as well. You know, so your parents, uh, uh, I think, put in sixty hours a week, but obviously not in investment. It was uh, civil engineering and, and so on. So, it, the, the correlation to the way our parents work worked very hard, and how we work um, now. We have decisions. Do you think that helps in a sense? Like you had the decision to say, I'm going to stay or I'm going to leave. Does that help in some way being empowered by with the option of, you know, having to leave when maybe our parents didn't? I'm just curious. Um, I, think, I, mean, I think that's a huge thing, yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Just, you know, when, when my parents young people they didn't have so important. as much of a You're choice. working with them, and it's really important uh, because you have such an amazing platform. How you make it made the transition uh, of the way you feel, you know, your mind, your spirit. You know, working sixty hours in investment, and as you said, 
it just didn't resonate with what you wanted to do in life at the time. But yet, you know, our parents were 60 hours as well. Yeah, and I think I think that was a really good contrast for me to know mm-hmm. what I didn't want in my life. Yes. Was yes. I didn't want to um just be working and not have other parts of my life life flourish also. Yes, right. And, exactly. Which... And the turning point for me from the financial industry was not just it, it was a 60 hours and then there was this thing about two-week vacation out of the year. And that just sounded like such a prison sentence to me that I'm like, I can't believe there's just going to be two weeks of, of time off. And I think that's that's where I started to cultivate as to, like, that is not going to be part of my blueprint as I move forward. I love that. That's so real, Kita. Excellent. <laughs> 60 hours a week and then two weeks off. Yes. I mean, it's. I think, I think it was just torture. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? What's interesting is that in investment and in, in I guess, um, well, well, let me just say this. There, you know, a couple of my friends, their nieces were, had gone to law school, like done all this hard work, just like yourself. You work, work. And now, I mean, they're not lawyers because they said the same thing. They said, oh, my gosh, 60 hours a week. But they they didn't uh, sort of identify the two weeks vacation, which I think is absolutely just excellent that you you said, yeah, that just doesn't work. 60 hours a week and then two weeks vacation. So hats off to you. Excellent. you know, I want to share it like that. From from being in the financial industry, I went to a completely opposite industry in the in uh, in the healthcare, working for a pharmaceutical as a pharmaceutical sales representative. And that was literally just the exact opposite. My work was extremely flexible. I was on the road. I got to make my own schedule. The vacations were different. Everything was really, really great. Mm-hmm. And and the shift for me that happened um, within the pharmaceutical industry was really um, about my the value of what I was doing shifted in the sense that I actually got diagnosed with hypothyroid. And I know I knew at the time all the best doctors, and I knew which doctor to go to, and I went. And I sat there. We got all my test results. And he said, well, here it is. Here's this pink little pill, and you're going to have to take this for the rest of your life. Wow. And I was in my mid-20s, and I looked at him, and I said, you know, I work with this pill, and I sell this pill. However, I can't take this pill. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And it wasn't wasn't something that felt like, I'm like, I'm 27 years old. I shouldn't have to take this pill for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, it was an interesting conversation, and it was a big turning point for me because, you know, my doctor really put a um, a fear factor for in for me in the sense that, you know, what are some of the disabilities that will come if this continues? That if I decide to have children, that I may have miscarriages or it may not work. Wow. And even in the face of kind of hearing those things, I just said, I said, you know what, for some reason, I feel like there's got to be something else. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something else that I don't want to turn off the mechanism in my body that's supposed to naturally do by replacing it with a pill. Right. Wow. Wow. And and that triggered me to actually go to uh, integrative nutrition and get certified as a uh, nutrition counselor or a holistic health coach. 
And I have to tell you, Desiree, that within one year of, within the year that I was in the program, I I took care of my thyroid. No, and I believe that. And and I, and I mean, I haven't taken, I took the pill for two weeks and Mm -hmm. I never have touched it since I've had a baby. I've had blood work. I have everything done and it's normal. And, and it is, you know, really a tipping point for me to get like, oh, okay, you know, um, I know what things were that needed to be in place for me, for my right. and see, that, uh, out. I, I think that uh, brings us to your program because you're speaking about really, you know, that making your own blueprint, setting that blueprint up for yourself. And you just mentioned that you knew exactly what worked for you. Once the, the, the pill, uh, you know, you took it for two weeks and you found something different, that worked for you, you began your blueprint. And so with that in mind, as it relates to money and finances, just wondering, when you uh, are able to create a blueprint, if you have money or if you don't have money, how does that work with supporting, uh, just making decisions on how to navigate your, your life, you know, um, and, and I say that because you immediately just took hold of it and said, you know what, I sell this pill. Like, I can't. I, I can't take it for myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to try this and try that. So how does that um, empower uh, one or, or any of us to just take that step, that next step further, to take control over the blueprint for your life as opposed to something else being handed to you and saying you need to follow this. And I feel sometimes that money is just so, it, it takes us over. So how does that fit into all of this whole mind, you know, body, spirit connection? Yeah. You know, thanks, thanks for bringing that up because, yes, I remember so many times where um, the feeling of money taking me over. I remember as an entrepreneur when um, I was $30,000 in debt from trying to grow a business, and I was completely anxious. I was worried. I was stressed out. I was excited. Despite the fact that I was doing very fulfilling work, I found myself always being stressed and struggling with money. Right. And, you know, there is nothing worse than when you don't have money or a sense of purpose in your life at work or home, and you're clueless about your next step. I mean, it makes you feel like a like a loser. And oh, and what does a loser feel like without money? I don't know. Listen, I, <laughs> I'm just curious because I, I just remember taking this uh, trip with Feed the Children. I took my daughter uh, just before she went to college, and this was m- maybe like six, seven years ago, and... Um, I remember them doing a, a videotape of us all, and they taped her engaging with all these uh, beautiful young children at their school. We had to feed them, you know, give them food and, and uh, shoes, and they were just really happy that we were coming to visit and so on. So they, they said to my daughter, so how, how, what's your experience like helping these young kids? And she said, uh, well, you know, she said, and she was in high school, she said, this is so amazing it just they're they all seem so very happy with a lot less and here she said we have so much 
in America or in her country. She said, I'm around kids that have so much, and they don't seem very happy at all. So I can't wait to have more conversation with you on this because I love your platform, and I know you're going to um, empower us with our relationship to money and our whole mind spirit connection when we return because I hear the music and we need to go to a commercial. But we're speaking with Gita Trikta, and she's going to empower us when we return or continue to empower us with our relationship to navigating our whole blueprint in life for uh, mind-spirit connection with money. Thanks for joining us. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to take a fresh look at your life, but where do you start? Your world has thousands of possibilities that are waiting to be explored. Find out how you can discover your possibilities by tuning in to Fresh Start with Sue Williams Braun. Midlife is a turning point in your journey. It's a time to take off the blinders and find what has meaning for you. Our guests include experts and inspiring people who are making their middle years count and will inspire you to do the same. Fresh Start airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Gita Trika Davies. Please, please have Davies. It's Trika Davies, because I believe I introduced her as Gita Trika, but uh, she is married now, which is amazing. (laughs) Gita Trika Davies. So Gita is engaging us with uh, the empowerment of navigating our own, um, uh, basically our own principles on on how we approach our blueprint uh, in life uh, uh, as it relates to money. And so we were just speaking about how it makes you feel when you don't have it. I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, I I have many siblings and um, my parents had 16 kids. And so Yes, yes, I have 11 sisters and four brothers, so my parents had them, and no twins, no, it's just, and it was amazing, I love, love, love the way, you know, I I love that I have this large family, but what's interesting is that 
I can tell, you know, certain personalities as uh, uh, the personality as it relates to money. Like I have one sister, I dare not say a name, <laughs> but I have a sister, we all know this, that she just feels so uncomfortable. Now, she may have everything she needs, but if it's not in a, you know, I guess if it's not money, if money is not flourishing like she wants it to, she just, you can tell she feels so uncomfortable because she'll stop by and we'll go, oh, she's got a strange mood here. And then we can, we can identify that, okay, something's going on with money. <laughs> so fast forward to what we were just speaking about. You were saying how money and maybe not having it or just being challenged with, uh, with uh, so many things around money can make you feel so bad. And then I I said something about how my daughter was interviewed, and she was very happy uh, about the fact that there were many of these young people, the kids that we were feeding in Kenya, that at the time, uh, they were just ecstatic that people were coming to visit them, and uh, they seemed so happy to her. But she related that to the young people in her high school of, wow, they have everything, and they don't seem to be as happy. So um, tell us more about your principles. The last, uh, am I pronouncing it? Lakshmi. Lakshmi, Lakshmi. Principles? yeah. Yeah, Lakshmi so principles. more about how we can balance that, feeling good, feeling bad. If we have money, there are many people that have money and they're still not happy, or they don't have money, you know, maybe you're happy or not happy. Can you balance that uh, for us with uh, your Yeah, you, you know what, um, I want to just um, in- introduce certain key um, questions that I work with when I'm working with clients privately. Mm-hmm. And um, this, these questions are sort of like the foundation which take you from the place where you're stuck and mm-hmm. feeling, you know, sort of uncomfortable around money to shifting it to a place of where you're not. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it's the questions that I could work with clients for four months and six months just based on these four questions. And I think that mm-hmm. if, if anything you can, that I can offer at this time really would be to take a look at it. I think when people talk a lot about money or relationships or um, business, um, what happens is they get stuck in a place of only speaking about what they don't want. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, and that comes in the form of, you know, just complaining or talking about how miserable they are, or how things aren't working, and you find someone or a friend or or somebody always to kind of talk to and and talk about how things are not working. And what I want to offer is that that is a valuable place to start to be really clear about what it is that you don't want. But I think there's there's a step two that people often miss or not not see that goes hand in hand with that is what is it they don't want to feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get when you get clear about what it is you don't what kind of results or behaviors or thought patterns it is that you don't want, and then you then you start to begin to take some time and 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 just be with yourself and be inward and start to ask yourself, well, what, what does this feel like and what is the feeling that I don't want? And then I think the third question from that is really to go to, talk, to, to try and find the place of saying, well, what is it that I do want? 
Because I think mm-hmm. I myself, for so long, was stuck in the first two questions that I never really thought about. Well, what do I want? Right, right, exactly. Right? And and then and then the fourth question is really, what is it I want to feel through getting what I want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because because Excellent. when you begin to get, you know, I think, you know. Whenever you start guiding yourself by caring about how you feel, you start guiding yourself kind of back to a spiritual place, to to this abundant uh, resource that we all have available, right? You start connecting right. to that, and that's where clarity is, and that's where the joy is, and that's where flexibility is, and that's where the balance is, and that's where the good ideas come from. Right. Beautiful. Right. And mm-hmm. and so so even in my coaching working with clients, you know, I, I listen to what's not working, but I go to the place of like, well, if it was working, what what would that look like? And if it was working, what would that feel like? That's that's beautiful. It's awesome. Now when you're working with clients then uh asking the question of what does it feel like, what does it look like, all of that um just curious do you have responses uh, or are most responses related to money if i had money i could do this or if i had money i'd feel better or um because i i think sometimes we do get stuck on the idea that if we uh just had more money everything would be great <laughs> and what you're saying is that's not it at all you need to find that abundance and, and, and map out, uh, you know, uh, your, your real true needs or wants in life. Yeah. So, you know, let me share a little bit about the Lakshmi principles, mm-hmm. right? And I think that would go a little bit more deeper into that. Mm-hmm. The basis of all of my work is that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Money itself is just pieces of paper and mm-hmm. coins that really have nothing, um, you know, mm-hmm. they can't do anything in itself. It's how you do money. Ah, it's your personal that. relationship with money. How it's, it's sort of looking at money as if it was a relationship, that you are dating money. Mm-hmm. Right? If you are dating money, is it, does it comfort you? Is it nourishing? Are you loyal? Are you showing up for it? Are you appreciative of money mm-hmm. is money is money showing up for you when you need it or do you have a love hate relationship with money right right absolutely love that and and so when i look at that everything is energy i look at the fact that what you are putting out in the sense of your thoughts in your beliefs in your feelings is what's going to be reflected back mhm and that is a key piece of of abundance and for mindfulness, because being mindful of how I'm I am languaging things and how I'm feeling things, and that it's going to circle back if I am not focusing my energy or my thoughts on what it is that I want and what it is that I want to grow. Because uh, whatever you focus mm-hmm. on, whatever you put your thoughts and your and your energy in, is going to is going to grow. Is going to grow. I love that. Uh, what is it that you want to grow? I love that. I, 
So get that. <laughs> yes, and your and your thoughts, your your beliefs, and your behaviors are watering it. Beautiful. So let's just stay with that for a moment, then, because that's uh, excellent. So, what is it that you want to grow? So, if the question uh, is, or the answer is, I do want to be more financially stable or consistent or whatever. Uh, if it's related to finance. Uh, take us through how you um, uh, push back on that because, you know, it, I, I guess I, when I say push back, obviously you'll say it much more eloquent than I, but I, I view it as, uh, you know, if someone uh, says my life would be great if I just had money and then you're uh, really working with them, how do you move them away from that uh, uh, you just mentioned principles. How do you move them away from it rather quickly, or what would be the first step to get them away from there? Because all their whole life would be great if they just had money, and we know that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. I think um, the way I would... So it really goes right into the Lakshmi principles, into what you're talking about. And to just give you a little synapse of what um, the Lakshmi Principles is and what it's based on. The Lakshmi Principles um, are based on the Hindu goddess. It's, uh, and she's the goddess of abundance, prosperity, money, and so much more. And there are a few things that I really find very special about her. That, you know, growing up celebrating Diwali and, and praying to Lakshmi, I don't know if if a lot of people, even from Hindu Hindu uh, culture, that even connect or understand that, is that if you look at the goddess um, Lakshmi, or if you Google her and just kind of get a picture of her, one, she's absolutely beautiful and gorgeous, and she's sitting there on a lotus flower surrounded by lots of money and lots of fruit <laughs> and prosperity and, and abundance. And she's got four hands. Right, four arms and hands, two on the two bottom and, and two on the top, and this was really um, interesting because what the hands, the two hands in the front represent, are practical, physical reality of doing and having. This is everything you work towards your goals, and and the back two arms or the upper two arms represent the non-physical, spiritual realm of. Um, of emotions, of feelings, of sensations. It's your inner world. And it's connection to the energy of the universe that creates everything. Mm. So based based on really getting clear that, oh, life isn't going to happen because you're just doing things that you think are going to make you happy or are going to make you feel more fulfilled. I'm going to go and get this degree or I'm going to go and get this job or I'm going to go and save this money. While those things may be helpful, it's not going to get you to that place of where people want to go. Because the more you're starting from a place of doing Honestly, you're going to you're just creating more sort of doo-doo. More, say that again, you're creating more <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, the more you do and do and do, you really find that you create more doo-doo. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. It, it really is because there's a big piece that's missing. 
and that and that piece is more of an inward alignment of taking a few minutes, just a few minutes, and going to the place of like, what is it that I want to feel? And it's about saying, well, I want a lot of money. What What do you want a lot of money for? I want a money because I want to be able to pay my kid's tuition. You know, that's a very practical thing. I want to be able to buy a house. I want to be able to get a car. I want to be able to pay my 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 debt off. While there are plenty of of practical things that we can do to get to that place, before we do them, it's really critical in talking about how do I want to feel? How would I feel having done all of that? And then when you get to that place of feeling, and, and you know, for me in the, in the work that I do, like, I can tell you for myself that that feeling was of ease, being at ease. Feeling at ease once, okay. Right? I, I mean, mm-hmm. when I think of that, I'm like, wow, you know, if I had all that money and I was able to take care of all of these things... I would just be relaxed. I would be at ease. I would feel secure. I would feel that I could I could have more love and joy. Now, the, getting to this place is really, really critical because it actually talks about the first Lakshmi principle, which is your emotional compass. Okay, mm-hmm. and and that is that no matter what part of the world you're in you can connect to your own emotional compass. And that emotional compass is kind of like the GPS address of where you actually want to go. <laughs> because, because no matter how much money you have, no matter how awesome of a relationship you are, no matter what you're doing, the end result of it is a feeling mm-hmm. thing. How do you feel? How, yes. Well, I... when you win a race, mm-hmm. you feel exhilarated. When you actually get the money you want... You feel happy. You feel at ease. You feel something. Mm, I love that. Let's take that note for just one moment because we're going to have to break for a commercial again. Oh, (laughs) boy, this was really great and empowering. So just hold it for one second, Gita. We'll return after break with Gita Tripka Davies. She's empowering us with the balance of mind and spirit as it relates to money. We shall return in a moment. Thank you. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. 
Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Geeta Tripka Davies, and she is inspiring us and empowering us on the whole mind spirit connection to money. And Geeta, I must say thank you again for sharing with us because you have such passion for your platform, and I love it. Um, so let's just pick back up with the passion you have. Uh, about your principles, the Lashmi principles. I think, um, you know, where does this passion come from? Well, that's right. It, it is so, it has been the turning point for my life. You know, I, I can't say enough. I have, um, as a woman, having the ability and, and, the self-worth and the, and the self-knowing that I can create the future I want has been so empowering for me. And yet this tool of understanding the feelings you want to have, the emotions you want to end up at, has been um, the easiest thing to do. Right? <laughs> so, so, and it has the biggest um, the biggest kind of like bang for your buck. You know, oh, you don't love need that. to invest in any money. You don't need to invest in anything. But you're You could be right. sitting with nothing. <laughs> you could start with nothing. You know, um, I know I know a lot of people are where they, they can't seem to figure out how to make the ends meet. Well, start with, start with there and go to the place of where you want to feel. And what I want to say about that is, is the biggest piece in what you want to... There's two pieces. It's what you want to feel and then start focusing your energy by looking for where it shows up in your life now. Mm-hmm. So if you want more money, then, you know, be ecstatic when you find a penny. Yes, I believe in that. <laughs> I still pick those pennies up. I love it. <laughs> yes, and, and what it is is you are putting out the energy of saying, I want, you know, I want to have abundance, cash flow, flow through my life. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and what, what one tool that I would tell people to do starting today would be, you know, people, is, is to track your income, incoming money. Mm-hmm. Is, is is the biggest thing. Most people track their expenses, which is great because it, <laughs> right. it, it helps them manage it. It's, it's funny because tracking mm-hmm. expenses doesn't necessarily grow your expenses. It helps you manage them. Yeah. But people don't often track their money that's coming in. Yeah. You get a paycheck, and it's not just about the paycheck you get because that's easy, right? That's mm-hmm. twice a month or 
whatever multiple times during the month or once a month that you get paid, you can track it. But it's a daily tracking habit. Mm-hmm. And without so, so emotion, that, that cup of coffee that we spend six dollars on, <laughs> you know, if we if we got closer to what was coming in, maybe maybe we would take off the six dollars for the coffee. I'm not sure. Just throwing that out. Joking. Well, it just you know, it just it shifts your energy focus. So it goes mm-hmm. back to what you focus on will grow. So if you focus on growing your money then start tracking it because that means every day you're giving it some attention. Money loves attention. Mm. You want money to grow, money loves attention. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Money loves attention. Yeah, well, and, and it's, you've said that so eloquently because it's, it's true. Uh, there's a but in there for me because I'm thinking also money loves attention, but to a few points that you made uh, early on about how you feel, you know, how, mm-hmm. how does it make you feel? So looking at people who uh, give money attention, <laughs> they, they're giving money attention always, can that not sometimes uh, be, you know, a little detrimental in a, in a case where, you know, I, I see people where money controls their mind, their, ever, their every footstep. That's not really what you're speaking about. You speak, and I don't know, I'm just throwing this out there, because people can become obsessed with money. I know money likes attention, but they become obsessed with it. So here's something that my kids, uh, uh, my, my daughters, I think, get. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping uh, they continue on this path because one of my daughters said, you know, I, what I don't understand is, okay, if you have a group of friends and we can uh, share a taxi and the taxi is $40, they, how come they can't get that understanding that we can share that taxi and get to the airport, uh, but yet, they refuse to do it because they're going to take, like, the jitney for, I don't know, another less. It's going to be $9 where the taxi could be $10. Now, if that's the type of attention that you're speaking about, and I don't know that it is, I don't really uh, teach my kids that way. I, I teach exactly what you mentioned before about how you feel. So if that taxi is going to make you feel better by sharing it with four people and you've got to pay an extra dollar or two as opposed to getting on the jitney and you're going to be in this jitney with 12 other people, (laughs) go for what it makes you feel, how it makes you feel. Is that too far off? Uh, no, uh, no, I, I think you're right. I think you're. I, I think the first first principle that I talk about is your emotional compass. So know know the feeling you want, and ah. say yes to say yes to behaviors and thoughts and beliefs and things and opportunities that you see would be a yes for that feeling. Oh, I love that. Perfect. Excellent. Right? Excellent. Because, a yes because, for that feeling. <laughs> yeah, because oh, that's I feeling like that. Is, I, I think I'm going to use that. A yes for that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. No. Yes. Thank yes. you. So, because excellent. Excellent. That's so the easiest way. That's about, the easiest uh, way to. Your, I'm sorry? 
I think that's the easiest way to grow prosperity and abundance. Yes. And if you start from abundance and if you start from prosperity, that is what you're going to magnetize. That's what's going to come back to you. I love that. I love that. And I, I guess, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'll share this and then we can go on. I, I don't know. I, I get uh, <laughs> some of my friends, uh, you know, they'll say, I, I don't get, they don't get some of the things uh, I say sometimes, but because it works for me. And I think what you're explaining is it's about the feeling, and I've really sort of created a blueprint that makes me feel good. So, for example, if I'm going to the mall, I that whole relationship that you talk about with money, money likes attention, well, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm always going to do valet, I'm knock on wood. As long as I have... <laughs> Uh, I could have a 20 or $10, I'm always going to do ballet. And that whole feeling is not because, oh, my gosh, this is luxury or whatever. I really, truly can't figure out why people don't do ballet because <laughs> if I had a choice of getting a cup of coffee and ballet, I am doing ballet. But it's, it's a mind blower for me because it makes me feel better. But then I started thinking, it's because maybe perhaps because my relationship to the physical, I had chronic back pain at one time. And so maybe I didn't have $6 or $10 to do valet. And all of a sudden my life <laughs> has been just so empowered with the fact that I don't care if I have $6 or $10 or I am going to do valet. So I'm thinking as I hear you speak and, and speak about uh, the principles it, again, it's about making the blueprint of what makes you feel like you're at least navigating your, your whole life. You know, nobody else is doing it but you. I don't know. Does that yeah. make sense to you? No, uh, no, absolutely. Exactly. And, I mean, you know, in, in your example of valet or coffee, you're like, you know, I really want that, that ease, that <laughs> convenience, and that luxury feeling. <laughs> yes. that you're really treating yourself. And... And like you said, the the valet isn't like you're spending breaking the bank. Right. You're, exactly, you're making exactly. you're making but a I, clear that, choice. That's one of those things that's amazing to me. <laughs> no, but I think that's really it is, and um, it, it is, and I think and I think that's where the yes comes in. Ah, love that! Yay! It, I got a yes from Gita. <laughs> yeah, that's where the and. Um, you know, I, I want to actually, what I want to do is I want to just say what the five principles are, and then we can kind of circle around them. Yes. Or, you know what, we also must, uh, let, let's just let people know where to find you first, and then we'll circle back around to that. Where are you doing mm-hmm. your uh, amazing, um, presenting your amazing platform? Or where, well, you, you do speaking engagement, you do one-on-one, all of that, right? Yes, yes, yes. So um, you can, they can find me on Facebook if they go under Creating True Abundance, and they'll see my name, Gita Tricka Davis. Mm-hmm. Right? Great, great. Me. And are you doing any upcoming speaking engagements? or? Yes. Um, so I am speaking. I, I'm a, I'm a, I lead a big group, which is Believe Inspire Group. It's a women's networking group in uh, South Orange, Maplewood, and I am speaking on February 10th at the Montclair um, big group, 
and I am also speaking on February 25th at the South Orange um, South Orange Maplewood um, Big Group, which is at the Wellness Lounge. Excellent. And so if they want to find out exactly, you know, the address and the location, they just go to the website that's called believeinspiregrow.com, and you can look at the events, and you'll see the ones that have my name on it. Oh, beautiful. Believe, inspire. And you do one-on-ones, of course. Uh, you're working with people one-on-one. Uh, yes. And um, they can reach you through Facebook that way? Or? They can reach me through Facebook. You can also simply email me and just say I would be interested in um, having a complimentary 30-minute conversation with you around creating true abundance or around my situation around money. And the way to reach me would be simply to email me, and which is Gita, G-E-E-T-A, at Gita Davies, which is Gita, G-E-E-T-A, Davies, is D-A-V-I-E-S, dot com. Excellent, excellent. So let's uh, uh, quickly um, speak about your your five uh, principles, uh, if you don't mind. You said you were going, you can just yeah. highlight a few of them. No, certainly. So the the five uh, Lakshmi principles in creating true abundance. The first one, which one, which we've been really talking a lot about, is your emotional compass. It's understand what your version of abundance would feel like. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the second, and the second um, part to it is your relationship to money. Focus on money as it were a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because money, I find, is the glue that holds all other parts of your life. So if you begin to cultivate a relationship, a practical and an emotional relationship to money, it will, my goodness, it will do wonders. Mm. In growing growing the prosperity, the abundance, in not only in fulfilling you inwardly, but also bringing you the results and the things that you want. Oh, Um, love it. The third principle I talk about is your personal foundation. So it's creating a foundation that honors your values. So it's it's all about the big why. Why is it so important to you? Mm-hmm. You know, the work I do as an entrepreneur is it's important to me because one, I, I want to be, I I am taking a stand for people and women and men really finding you know, being able to bring their gift out in a way that serves them and it fulfills them and it brings money. If it doesn't bring money, then it's incomplete for me. Mm. If it It, it doesn't bring money, it's incomplete? Yes, because it, bringing money is is the kind of it's the in between it's the, it's learning how the alignment works between the physical and the non physical self of ours. Okay. Okay. Got that. Right. Got that. Well, yeah. you know, this is certainly. Did, did we get to the four? We we got to the fourth. Yeah. So so the fourth one is no. is your intimacy in relationships. So discover okay. how how to be yourself in all kinds of relationships. Okay. 
So now the fifth one, I'm going to throw this out to everyone. If you want to know the fifth one, you need to email Gita, (laughs) or you can find her on Facebook. Please, please, you have to know the fifth one. So definitely connect with her on Facebook or email her so that she can engage with you um, on another level and empower you. I am so happy that you joined us today, Gita. You certainly, uh, it, it was just a pleasure uh, speaking with you and listening to um, uh, this amazing platform that you have. So hopefully you'll come back and join us again. Yeah, thank you so much, Desiree, for this opportunity. And um, yeah, I hope to join you guys soon. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for joining us uh, on <laughs> uh, Another day and uh, another amazing a step further. Just remember that there are people living right next door to you that are doing amazing things, and you never know. Either knock on the door or definitely tune into us, and we'll be sure to bring you someone that is taking it a step further. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. A step further, please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or our replay Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.